Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Top That Track. And I am one of your hosts. I'm Precious Cato. And joining me, as always, is... Old Man Dave O'Connor. Yes, we've been away for a while. We've been celebrating birthdays. Happy birthday today. I got even older. We got even older, which is great for our brand here on Top That Track. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Um, But we are hitting the ground running once again Today is a very special day. We have a very special guest joining us. Tmar, she is in the wings. You may have heard um, lots of her songs on Insecure, which we will definitely discuss in part because um, I want to know. <laughs> but yes, today's episode, our theme is keeping music black in support of in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. Yes, all of our podcasts are just going to be black now. Dave, that's just what's happening. Uh, well, you know what? I think they kind of <laughs> were before. We just didn't call attention to it. So we're, yes, we're staying yes. to our brand. We're unlike Republic and not calling it urban. We're just keeping it real. Keeping it the same. Keeping it the same. All right. So, Dave, for the new listeners who are joining us, first timers, welcome. Welcome. Thank you for listening. Um, let them know what should they expect on this episode. Really simple. Me from the old past, although the format's a little different this time. Mm-hmm. I pick a tune from the the history books. I I blow the dust off the tomes and (laughs) Precious brings something fresh and current from the movement, from the moment right right now. And we let our beautiful guest, in this case T, Mm -hmm. decide who wins. And if you, the voting public, Mm -hmm. at once to watch, let us know on the handles. Did T get it right? Mm -hmm. Did we pick the best songs to represent the cause? What's going on? You let us know. What's going on? Who topped that track? Who did it? Who did it? You let us know after we also let you know. (laughs) I love how mixed up it is now. It's way too much fun. Okay, guys. So our intro song that you're you're hearing underneath me right now is called Cool Enough, and it's by pop, R&B, hip-hop artist T.R. We're delighted to have her on. Um, She's an L.A.-based Haitian-American artist. Really, really cool. So everybody, please welcome on, as she quoted herself, the Biggie and Amy Winehouse love child. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? This is, I found on the website. I was like, oh, yes, I agree. I agree. Everyone, please welcome on Miss T.R. Hi, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Thank you, Sam. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, they even. (laughs) You're like, oh, how's everybody doing? We are, we are okay. Um, this is probably the longest amount of time that I haven't spent on Twitter right now. So this is great for me. This is great for my mental health. <laughs> Feeling good. Dave, how are you? I, I think it's a revolutionary time for yes. a couple of reasons, including that you're not on Twitter. Right. Because I usually always come into the office and I'm like, Dave, did you see like the latest tweet? And I'm old. So the answer is no, I didn't. Never. He never sees it. So, oh my gosh. You're doing okay. <laughs> doing okay. But yes. And how are you? You're well, I hope. Yes, yes, I'm well. I'm, I'm recovering. From recovering, yes. Lots of, yeah. I agree. <laughs> Social media trauma. Oh, you know? my gosh, my gosh. Well, before kind of the movement started, what were you up to? How was quarantine going for you? I was cool. Like, your girls were falling in love and, like, writing songs. We wow. can't record them. Building oh a home studio. Oh. Getting ready to, you know, doing IG lives here and there. Yes, and yes. Learning how to do my makeup better. And oh, that's Reading smart. and yeah. painting and just discovering new wines and oh stuff, God. you know? I'm, like, writing all this down. <laughs> oh, okay, painting. Let me. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go to the Blick later. The face moment. Yeah. My face is totally a mess right now. I don't know. It's like my face truly craves makeup because ever since I've stopped wearing it, it's just been breaking out everywhere. 
I disagree. I think you're oh, beautiful. Oh, do facials. That's oh, my so God. Kind, but no. It's like really self-caring enough. Maybe I'll make some. I'll make a facial. Like wow. blend up some. I have some avocados. I don't know if we're supposed to put that on our face. <laughs> Yeah, I think you can. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Your face. I, I'm of that. no help. I, I use a, you know, wash and they have avocado in it. Yeah, a little bit of that. An avo, aloe. Avo, I got all the ideas. Wait, you guys are now. way ahead of the curve. Yes, yes, Dave. How have your faces covered? I've just, just covered it with a beard. So it's grown in quite well too. A lot of people can't pull that off. I got the the caveman like <laughs> genetics or whatever. <laughs> the caveman genetics. I love that. I love that. All right. Well, we are so excited to have you on. And I think now is a perfect time to jump in to today's topic and our theme. We're going to keep celebrating black music. This entire episode is dedicated to celebrating black artists, as will the next whole group of podcasts. I literally am taking over. Okay. <laughs> I can't, I can't. Dave is like, yep, mm-hmm, go I'm, ahead, girl. Um, yeah, this is your moment. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so as we know, um, Black Lives Matter movement is sweeping the, the nation and the world. Really excited to say that. It's really taking over the entire world. Everyone is just realizing, um, you know, that systematic and systemic and institutionalized racism literally exists, and everyone's here joining the train to fight it. And um, I think that one way we can you know, fight the system, but also celebrate the contributions of, of black people around the world is by celebrating the great musical contributions that have, um, that they've given us, that they've given us for years, for decades, for literally hundreds of years, like all music is black. So I want to start this first episode of like this little series I'm kicking off with R&B artists, because we have you who are, I mean, amazing, phenomenal up and coming, dare I say R&B, hip hop, pop music artists. But I think that T, I feel like you can really speak to um, the artists that we've picked and have like a really great opinion about that because this is part of the space that you operate in and part of the spaces of music that we really love and enjoy. So our round one theme is classic black R&B artists. And I I usually am supposed to pick like very, very modern stuff, but I picked one song and I think it's amazing because like it keeps getting remixed and sampled and like very modern day R&B music and stuff like that. So that's great. And then our round two theme is up and coming um, black R&B artists that we think you guys really need to hear, including T. So Including T, yeah. yeah. First one is start this off by, oh my gosh, guys, Republic dropped Urban. And also, what? yes, and the Grammys have dropped the urban term as what? well. Yes, everything is changing. Wow, twenty wow. first century. Yeah, it's like okay, feels good. Twenty years. Let in. me update everybody because I don't know where everybody's at right now. So, Republic a couple days ago dropped the term urban. They're like, yeah, we're just not doing that anymore. It's ridiculous that we've been doing it this long. And then this morning, the Grammys also dropped it. So it's like best progressive R&B album is now what was best urban contemporary album. And that's like the award that Lizzo won amongst others. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's supposed to hit like the non mainstream R&B artists. Like that's who that, uh, that's who that award is supposed to represent. Yeah. And then um, best melodic rap performance was formerly best rap sung performance, Hmm. which I, I like the word melodic. I think that really covers exactly what they're trying to cover. Because, like, there's some rap, and it's like, right. this is trap. This is hard-hitting. This is for the club. And then there's, like, Drake comes out with passion fruit. And I'm like, that's not rap. That's not hip-hop. That's melodic, maybe, if right. you want to maybe even call it that. But it's really, like, an arm. So, yes. But also, they got the Latin community, too. So, the Latin pop album is now best Latin pop or urban album. So, they put the urban there. Whoa. They yeah. slipped urban in again. But it's because they wanted to incorporate Latin trap okay. and um, reggae okay. and, like, a formal moment. I mean, it's... I, we're going to have a podcast all about that, too. And then finally, traditional, the former um, Latin rock, urban, or alternative 
album category is now just best Latin or alternative album, period. Works for me. Yes, yes. What are our thoughts? I'm so excited. We need to celebrate. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. Who would have thought we'd actually get these changes? I'm really excited about it. I think that's so, that's so, that's so nice because like, I don't know. It's chilling how um, much change is being provoked in like so many people and so many industries. Like I'm like, I was like checking my pattern app and it was like, hey, I know that you like to use the pattern app, but we just want to uh, hear your attention towards the Black Lives Matter movement. I'm like, oh wow, my horoscope app is trying to, like, everything is, like, everything. it's crazy how, yeah, I love mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Same, same. There's this other, um, what's it called, this other woman, and she's doing, like, a whole Instagram movement where she's calling out different makeup and beauty brands who have said, like, oh, yes, we support the Black Lives Matter movement, and she, like, acts each one of them, and she's, like, um, how many black people do you have working for you and how many black executives do you have? And they've been responding and like the numbers are completely shocking. And like some people have said, we have nobody, but we really want to do something. So here's our 10 step plan. I'm like, oh my God, I never thought I'd see this yeah. ever in life ever. It's hitting a lot of different industries. So exciting. Like I, I will miss brand managers misusing the word urban all the time as like code oh, racism. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, I just, yeah. I don't know. I think the one thing I will miss about this era is just like how people pretended there wasn't like this long-standing racist and derogatory meaning mm-hmm. to derogatory, some of these ter- this yeah. terminology, and mm-hmm. it's just I just I find it so funny that these people pivot so quickly. They pivoted so quick, and then act so woke and awake, and yeah. I'm just like, come on, guys, it's fucking bullshit. I'm like, stop, stop playing, stop playing. I feel the same way. I feel the same way. But I guess yes, it's better. And it's it, so and great. It, and, and listen, I'm a little cynical because I'm older and I've been through some of these movements before. Mm-hmm. I want to come back in five years, yeah, and for all these ten-step plans and these like, you know, very enlightened statements and very saying all the right things yeah. in the right moment. I'm like, mm-hmm. will you actually do the work? You know? Right, right. Show me your homework. Which I hope so, which I hope so. I think so. I definitely think so. If things are happening so quickly, like the the people that, um, the four police officers like are being held accountable. I feel like mm-hmm. and I'm every, everywhere I go, I'm seeing BLM on business. Yeah. And it's them saying we're open to be like, it's very, it's, seems very like okay this is different mm-hmm. like this time this time was different this time rumbled all over like all 50 states went to protest you know like this is right this one's gonna be different i definitely think in five years it's gonna be some, gonna some be differences fun. in businesses and um hopefully how there's so many areas like this is just one department police brutality but there's housing mm-hmm. and yeah and education oh. jobs yes so yes yeah gonna be a lot of it's gonna be a long road but i'm mm-hmm. glad that there's we're finally chiseling the ice you know yeah chipping the ice away at it that'll hopefully be good for all of us right like the pandemic's gonna be in their history book yeah that's oh my gosh and they better have in the history book a little index for our tweets because i think that that's just like just to you get the cultural tone you know just to make sure just so that the kids can get a vibe of like what was going on you know Yes, yes. The, the manic state. Right. Of the and world. it's like interesting because, mm-hmm. like, the last, the last, whatever, 100, 300,000 years, like, we had artifacts and yeah. paintings and stuff like that to That's show right. for it. That's right. But now, now we're starting to have like tweets and, mm-hmm. um, you know, old videos and little, like, it's like yeah. the, it's like the content is. It's the same, but it's different in form. Like it's interesting right. how same energy, on. just like a digitalized imprint now. Mm-hmm. And with that, Dave. I think it's time for round one. Let's ding that bell. All right, here we go, guys. So, 
Well, this is easy. It is? I mean, for me, celebrating black artists, yes. not a problem. Classic, classic. Um, I don't even know if I have a lot <laughs> to say about this song. This song is probably one of the most well-known yeah. classic R&B songs. Mm-hmm. And it's from an artist that went through all the trials and tribulations. Oh, yes, this guy. Uh, <laughs> that a black man can go through in, in that time period, which, you know, if we're imagining now 60 years ago, if we, if we think, uh, okay. you know, shit is imbalanced and equal now, you can only imagine, you know, in that era, Why someone that literally back? survived, you know, civil rights movement yeah. and was putting out mainstream popular mass-consumed music in an right. era where, like, you know, half the country didn't even think he was, like, a real human, you know? It's just, oh, okay. it's just, it's yeah. just a, I don't know, just thinking about those things is, like, you know, can can really rattle you and get you angry. Mm-hmm. The song is called What's Going On. All right. It has a lot to do with what was going on in that time period. It was a lot of craziness. <laughs> yes. And I think you can definitely see some parallels to that time mm-hmm. and what's going on right now, or I hope in that, I think that time brought out a lot of positive uh, and a lot of good for, for all of uh, this country and humanity. So. Right. This is Marvin Gaye. Okay. Even though Barry Gordy said this was the worst thing he's ever heard. Seriously? Motown, records, X, you know, they're tough. Oh, God have mercy. But it's called What's Going On. And I, if it doesn't embody what's going on right now, I don't know what to say. All right. Here we go. All right. There's far too many of you dying You know we've got to find a way To bring some loving here today Father, Father We don't need to escalate You see, war is not the answer For only love Don't punish me with brutality Talk to me so you can see That is dead on, right on. It, yes. it is so dead on. I don't know how you can kind of like. He really did that, didn't he? He wow. did it. Uh, you can't surmise how this song. It just means so much to me in so many levels. One, mm-hmm. this is a very intimate song. It's one of my mother's favorite songs. Okay. Clearly, just like a soundtrack to dancing on my kitchen floor, mm-hmm. where you could really get those socks to slip and <laughs> really make some maneuvers. That's true. Uh, and way before I understood what the song was about, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. I felt the love part, right? You, the power of music where it mm-hmm. brings people together. Mm-hmm. You get to share these awesome moments, whether they're in kitchens or out in the streets protesting, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Music is just sort of so foundational for that. Mm-hmm. And then everything else, as I learned more about the very troubled history of this continent, mm-hmm. 
just how he was just sort of evoking all these sort of really difficult moments and surmising it yeah. into like, hey, the only way to talk to each other is we got to listen to each other and we got to yeah. love each other, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't sort of encapsulate everything that's happening right now right? and the love and respect we should show to our fellow humankind, mm-hmm. I don't know what to say. So like, I don't have much to say about this without getting yeah. overly emotional other than like, I, I, I dare you to top this track. Okay, yeah. Um, so Dave will definitely be winning this one, um, but mine will make people happy and smile. Um, but I do, I do want to mention slash question to you both: What kind of music do you think we're gonna get out of this movement? Like when I was out protesting and we were doing the chants, I immediately thought, okay, so Kendrick Lamar's next album will sample us chanting. Like it definitely will. But like, what kind of music do you think we're gonna get out of this? I think it's gonna be a lot more like substance, like a lot more substance. Mm-hmm. I might even stop saying the N word so much, you know. Yeah. Like I think, yeah, uh, that's true. Also with this movement, the the Natasha Bedingfields and Jessica Simpsons and those 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 Ashley like those like making my way that like those songs might yeah. come back because there'll be less appropriation and people will just start. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it's gonna things it might change in a slight way. Like you're gonna see the White girls just being white. It would be nice to see. No. It would be nice to see. <laughs> Directionally, I, I don't know. I don't know if I have a comment on what's going to happen with those, but like, yeah. as someone that's a genuinely curious person and easily bored, okay, uh, I am so excited for what is going to happen because mm-hmm. I have a great right. feeling that it'll be different in yeah. a genuine way, right? As opposed to just sort of like layered nuances and changes that you know sort of happen through music. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I do feel you know generationally, there's always something that kind of ties everything together, and the combination of COVID, the like yeah. raw isolationism of it, like the that I'm locked really in a room alone. Ooh, yeah. To just the complete opposite, complete where like, op. hey, I'm locked in a society, I'm locked in a state that I'm not wanting to be in, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And then the collective action that that, that drove. Mm-hmm. I just think you know, as a songwriter. Yeah. Those two wildly different parts of the human spectrum got to be, in, you know, create amazing music. So it's I'm just, I'm just excited. Yeah, something will come out of that. T, you mentioned um, something really right. interesting. The um, the maybe the lack of the the use of the n word. That was always something I I wonder in music, and maybe now might be the moment in which that tide kind of shifts. Because I mean, that's so that's a whole second podcast, and yeah. also like a grapevine. I'm talking to my friend. But... Mm-hmm, go ahead. Right. Okay. Talking to my friend today about that because I was talking to her about this interview prepping for it, and she was saying how like um, I forget what rapper it was, but he said he's gonna stop. Was it Lil Baby? He's gonna stop using the N word because he's tired of doing his shows and watching them say it back to him. Yeah, yeah. It's like not all. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We we shall see. We shall see. And now. Um, my classic R&B the rebuttal song the rebuttal that I, I likely I mean yours was just way too on the nose um, mine is just like a classic cookout tune it started with I was gonna pick um, Groove Theories Tell Me okay the, tell me if yeah. you want me right and then I was looking through the genius um, sidebar you know to get some information see the history of the song and I found out that they actually sampled this song and I was like oh my god wait and then I played it and I was like oh my god so this is why I like Groove Theory <laughs> this is also why I like the Gallant song that sampled it the Mary J. Blige song that sampled it the LL Cool J song that sampled it so my song is All Night Long by the Mary Jane Girls and of course. Rick James yeah okay here we go <laughs> Hey boy, would you meet me on the roof tonight? I 
Amazing, historic, iconic. Yes, yes. I mean, I went. This, this literally sent me on a whole thing last night because I was like, okay, let me revive my love for this music. And I went through a whole like playlist just with the YouTube sidebar clicking, and I was like, every barbecue. I remember getting hit with a spoon with this song playing. Like it was just, I, just everything is great. Everything is great. <laughs> it just reminded me of like the use of that is so beautiful. Oh, yes. Just peak. It's peak black. 1983. Rick James with his little haircut. You know, like, yes. Peak black. It's peak. It's peak. I love it. I mean, okay, so also this group, right? I was like, okay, I wanted to introduce people to music they haven't heard of, right? So, like, I feel like a lot of our audience is not going to know this song. But the Mary Jane Girls, it was very much a Pussycat Dolls effect, right? So, like, Nicole Scherzinger. I'm blanking on the lead singer of this um, band, but this group but she was like the main singer right? right and all of the vocals were actually done by different background singers not the three girls also on stage with her they were all just like aesthetic pieces and they all had different themes so like one girl was the um oh my god the cheerleader and there was like the supermodel and there was like the street smarts girl and they all dressed in that in that theme and yeah it was a whole i, I gotta revisit 83 i don't thing. remember this yeah see that's what i'm talking about we're exposing people we're enlightening <laughs> folks yes and they also had so many other hits so yeah. many other i'm just like mary jane girls come on this is great yeah forget the spice girls i'm gonna go as all yeah. four of these girls all of halloween if we're outside but t <laughs> if we if we had to pick a song and we do okay that represented classic Black R and B. What would you choose <laughs> yeah, between what these two you, songs? What would you choose? Classic R and B. I know it's hard. Good luck. Even though I, well, I'm not gonna say anything. I, I, you know what? I actually ran into a real classic R and B song recently. It's and which newer one was though. It? It's like way newer. It's um called uh. It's by it's by Give On Give Me On Give Me On, on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. What's mm-hmm. it? Like, uh, uh, like I want you, that one. Like, I, oh my gosh, to think, I almost picked one of his songs for the second category, and I'm sad I didn't because I automatically would have all, that all this premonition after the fact. Ugh, I hate that. Yeah, love him though. Love him. Give me on. Give me on. All right, T, but you got you got to pick between our two songs. Which one? Which one's best? Which uh, okay, one? so between you guys, if we're talking about what we're talking about, and I don't bend, you know. 
the words of give it to you all night, meaning like <laughs> give you this justice and that's right. Give you this, give you this, this justice. Black police, I'm gonna you know, serve it to you. Give you these protests. Mm-hmm. Give you these petitions. Come on. You know I've been waiting for you so long. Justice, justice. To come. Co- I, I, I mean, on the rooftop this at is, night, we gonna we gonna protest. This is the spin. This is the spin <laughs> I want. This is, mm-hmm, yes. <laughs> but um, it's clear, you know, it's not It's not about that. Even though you got me shook up, shook down. Well, shook the down. Oh, you got you know? me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. It's subliminal. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to have to go with Dave. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh. That was, I mean, Marvin wins. Motown wins. Yeah, Come on. It's that's, fine. That's not my So Barry Gordy really didn't like that tune? No. I mean, listen, I Where? have no idea about the longstanding context, but apparently yeah. part of the song was, uh, from what I understand from the history, is that Marvin was like felt like he was a formula. Oh, yeah. Know? And his music was sort of not his. Sure. Which sure. I think a lot of artists, uh, you know, they encounter that after a lot of success. Mm-hmm. That, they, that they are forced into what has made them successful, right? Mm-hmm. A continuation of that. And so this song apparently, apparently was his sort of like response to it. It was something very personal. Wow. It was about the time and the movement. Wow. And as you guys know, you know, yeah. like in the commercial business that we're in, it's not always easy to talk about what's going on in right. a way where in you're still trying too, to, you know, you're trying to yeah. get success, you're trying to make followers, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our social accounts lost some followers by some of the stuff we said. But Isn't like, that crazy? I'm proud of it. That I'm was, like, I was like, I don't need I'm y'all like, then. go fuck yourself. Bye. Um, they're definitely not listening to this podcast. No, they aren't. They aren't. <laughs> uh, you know, so I think I think that song is also special for an artist where it's like you can have a hit kind of on, on your own terms on about your own terms, yeah. commenting on what's happening in the world right. and how you want to make it better. I mean, that's kind of like the perfecta, right? Right, right. I think so. I think so. Um, T, another question for you, just because we're, we're sitting right here. Which classic R&B song or group would you have like wanted to be on to like feature yourself in or like be in the studio on? Oh my gosh, TLC. Oh, yes. Oh, I think I almost yeah, put the TLC that song. that would have been so cool. Ah, oh, yes. That, mm-hmm. Digging the sea, digging on you, digging on me. Beautiful women. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. If, I, if I had a verse on like... I could see that, too. No, Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I yes. remember the or, video. Or um, even, uh, what's, what's the other one? 3LW. Oh. I would, oh I would have on that one too. That was a great. <laughs> I'm listening to that after. We're gonna we're gonna have to get like a, a TMR like uh, you know karaoke night. When, oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, we're gonna have to get that. We're gonna get that on <laughs> yeah. the books in the future. Yep, yep. Actually, write that down. All right, guys. So yeah. round two. Here we go. Round Whoa. two. That still messes up my ears sometimes. Okay, so up and coming groups, bands, musicians. I think need attention. Okay, so I love colors, as I'm sure we all do. Colors um studio on YouTube, amazing. Yeah. So I'd like to go just leave that on loop and then just be about my business. Sure. And then like, oh my god, when something strikes me, that's like when I jump on board, right? So I found this girl. Her name is um Gadia, and she's really cool. She's from Sudan, and also, oh my gosh, I think let me see, did I write this down? Yes, she is from um Sudan as well as the Netherlands, and she's great. She sings in Arabic and English, and I think she's really really cool and um. Love her. You need to be listening to her music. So we'll check out her song called Morning Blue.
So I love this. Um, one thing new wave that she's doing is singing in her her native Arabic and English. That's just too cool. It's gorgeous and it's tough to do, and she does it without it being stressful on the song or the melodics yeah, at all. It's, not at I all. Mean, that, that's that's really hard to do. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. impressed. This she's amazing. The song's amazing. There's certain songs I listen to where I'm like, I wish I was the drummer in this track, and this is one. <laughs> yes, yes. The percussion is nice. The percussion is nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, T, are you general. familiar with her? No, I've never heard this. So beautiful. I've never heard this. Never heard her at all. Yeah, yeah. She's got a couple other songs out too. Um, no EP yet, but she's coming up. She's coming up. Yeah, I'm excited to watch her. And I'm also excited to listen to more. Um, Arabic featured R&B I feel like that's a, a space I haven't ventured into I know about like a couple of different Arabic funk groups from back in the day but not necessarily any um, anybody tackling the rhythm and blues section so excited to find out but yeah that's it, me it is definitely a, a musical subgenre that it doesn't feel like it has a prolific list of artists that's for yeah, sure yeah definitely definitely um, well listen I think th- again I always feel like the the real summary of these podcasts is like mm-hmm. everyone wins because it's just amazing music that's right that's right that's so right. so I hate being combative <laughs> about this because like I <laughs> I got so much love for my artist okay but she's special too so like I, yeah. I don't know I'm, I'm already divided yes yes as it always is as it always is so I feel like the audience doesn't know this but I kind of like early on when we were doing some testing we, we stumbled into a, an Ohio thing so I got an yeah. artist from Cleveland Ohio is he really from Cleveland Cleveland Ohio Oh, wow, okay. All right. And I don't know what it is. Certain artists just mm-hmm. win me over so fast. Yeah. And part of it is obviously an interpersonal thing, but there's also something where sure. like I feel like they're doing something mm-hmm. their own way, mm-hmm. doesn't feel like they're taking direction from like other sources or other um, basically pressures. It feels like it's very much them. Yeah. And I think just as a bias of mine, I love when it feels like something is really owned by the artist, like they're really making it work for them. So mm-hmm. this artist, he came out with one single. Um, one of our editors shared it immediately, and I was just like, "Oh, I'm all about this guy. I'm on board. Just yeah. you know, back up the truck, load it up, everything this guy's got. I'm into it. Okay, like, give it to me all day. <laughs> this guy. And I think, in his own way, yeah, because it's not it's not what I would say is prototypically black music, or at right. least in the you know uh, Republic Records wouldn't be calling it urban. Yeah, um, good <laughs> is. Is also like protest music. It's political. Mm. It's it's understanding of, you know, the the encumbrances of his race and his and and, and basically also his persona, just who he is and okay. how he's different. Yeah. So the song is called 
How will I rest my head if I'm buried by the highway? Oh, the artist is Kenny Hoopla. Okay, this dropped in May of 2020. Mm. Like I said, it's about as much of the moment as anything, and uh, I'll let him do the talking because he's amazing. All right. some skateboarding music here a little kick push for sure a little kick push energy apparently the self-description yeah is new wave nostalgia new wave nostalgia i thought that would like you know get your gimmick mind going. okay okay i mean it reminds me of like the yellow park and like that oh, time when it yeah. was just like yelling songs and stuff and oh my gosh yeah. i I love this guy. I'm like, literally, give me all you got. Yeah. Uh, I just spoiled myself even re-listening to this mm-hmm. because I just, I don't love it so much. Kenny Hoopla. Okay. Kenny Hoopla. Yeah. And like, you know, there's a whole lot of hoopla going on. And I just, I love that <laughs> Kenny's involved in it. Kenny and his hoopla. Uh, That's fun. That's fun. Yeah. I don't know. There's something about the energy of the song, the lyrics, yeah. you know, culture is claustrophobic. Okay. And like, I don't know. There's just so much. I just think he's such a powerful writer. Yeah. Uh, and to T's point earlier. Yeah. Even though this song, in a, in a way, predates this movement that's happened over the last several weeks, mm-hmm. I just feel like he was already there in his mind, in his right, head. Right, right. And, and he and might he, have been, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think if music is like this uh-huh. for the next 18 months, 24 months, whatever, however it plays out, yeah. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to space. We're going to space. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you're out there marching and protesting and this song isn't like somewhere in your head, I, yeah. know, I, just, I love it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It feels it feels marchy. It feels protesty. T, have you, um, have you heard of him yet? Is he also new to you? No, I've never heard of him. No. Oh, okay, I love this. We are really and he makes gorgeous videos. Oh, does he? The oh, visuals. He's just this guy is just dialed in. Okay, okay. Oh, speaking of visuals, um, T, I did, I did catch your um, chasing Amy, um, visual. Quite nice. Quite nice. That's why I'm just putting that in there, buttering it up a little bit. <laughs> well, T, you have two amazing <laughs> yes. songs to pick from. And again, uh, that's why I love doing this podcast with Precious is like we always pull from different ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We do what we do. And again, there are no winners here, <laughs> but for you, yeah. what song represents the next generation of you yeah. know, black R&B artists? Mm-hmm, the up and comers. Um, I would say the first 
Which um, artists are you up, like watching that are up and coming? Besides yourself, you watch yourself all the time. I've been watching. Well, now I've been watching TV because a lot of mercy. Mm-hmm. But um, Lucky Day and um, oh yeah, he's great too. Mariba, oh my gosh, Mariba oh, is gorgeous. Yeah, so angelic, so mm-hmm. angelic. Um, she does it really well too. Yeah. Yeah, there's this artist back home named Sean Wire. He does like R and B hip hop rap. It's very, very like it's it's raw. It's it's on some like rough rough Frank Ocean rapping. Like I don't know. It's very I like it. it. We support it. We support it. I'm interested. Sean Wire. Okay. I'll have to check that out. Is it Sean Wire? W I R E. Yeah. W Y W I R E. Perfect. E-A-N. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. I'll good look to into know. that. Good to know. Yes. Okay, so T, I, I have to know, while we're here, tell me, how mm-hmm. has it been being at radio? I, oh, my God. I have to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I feel like a princess. Like, oh. it's fun. Um, It's cool seeing, like, Issa, like, Issa showed up for my music video, and um, she's playing my therapist, and it was, like, just funny to just have her, like, just hanging around us, like, whatever, yeah. like, I don't know, she's, like, one of the homies, like, she's very, just so down to earth and mm-hmm. humble, so, I don't know, it's really cool, and then that we have, um, young baby Tate with us, and it's oh, really adorable, nice. I haven't met her yet, because of quarantine, but I know when we get out of here, we're gonna have, like, a formal, like, meeting and stuff, yeah. and, I don't know, we just, we miss all the events and things. But I'm, I don't know. I think now that we're like half the quarantine with them, it's, our, it's like we just started, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I went on tour. So then, you know, like we keep like getting pushed back. So now we're really getting to know them via like Google and yeah, not being out. all dressed up. And, yeah, yeah, how it should so be. Cool, like, yeah, really getting to know. Well, very cool. Well, T, we can't oh thank you enough for coming on. Yes, yes. Um, if we're going to be celebrating great black, black music, I mean, start there. Yes, yes. I'm so glad brilliant and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had one last parting questions, and then and then would love for you to plug anything you have upcoming, yeah, or where we can come find you. YouTube but the internet you things. you sort of mentioned, you know, potentially how music might change, or or sort of how the the moment right now might affect, you know, you know, creative output. Mm-hmm. For you, do you feel like this will change anything uh, immediate with your music, or or is this? Or were you already there, and this is just a continuation of mm. you know that voice that Good you already question. had? Good question. Yeah, I feel like I'm already there. Like I'm kind of moving for like women movement, but now mm. I can like um, I have I have I've had records like in the vault about police brutality that I just wasn't ready to drop yet. I didn't know how to. Uh, still tweaking things. Like sure. I have a lot of like other songs about other things besides relationships, but um, like in the vault already. So I'm just gonna move with the way the world is moving and when it's appropriate to drop. But um, 
for the most part, like definitely, like I said, like I feel like automatically I might stop. I might just like feel a little more, I'll be more conscious of when I'm using the N-word in my music and a lot more um, just being more aware of like my, the the dumbing down of what I've been taught that I need to unteach myself. Mm, I feel like Because like, even yeah. though like, like there's, yeah, there's like white people that are like educating themselves, but there are lots of white people that need to uneducate some things that they've learned. Mm-hmm. So a little rewiring, a little reprogramming. So like yeah, you know. So I do think that I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a little rewire for sure. But the sound is still gonna be heavy and raw, and I'm still gonna say what the fuck is on my mind and Good. all that. Love it. But definitely want to rewire. As it should be, as it should be. I'm excited uh, to hear those those albums and those records because what you already do is already so, like, it hits with me, so I imagine it's just going to hit even more when you venture into, like, other topics, too, because the way you present music, the way you present your lyrics and things like that, it's hella relatable. I guess. Likewise, I, I can't wait. So, T, what's, uh, where can we find you on, uh, you know, socials and the DSPs, the Spotify's, the Apples of the World? Mm-hmm. Yes, okay, so you can find me on social media. I'm a little... Cup, that's I M A L I L, the letter T, and then Cup. And um, that's like Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. whatever you like, you know, and then um, on TikTok now. Whoop de doo. TikTok. Oh, okay, <laughs> um, but, all right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, you can find me on musical places and videos and stuff at TMAR, which we because I'm really, really raw. Perfect. Um, Perfect. Love to it. get that. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I love it. Okay, good, good. So we got you. We know where to locate you at. We know. Well, one more time, we got this amazing song, Cool Enough, Mm -hmm. off your latest release, which was, is that a couple months ago? I feel like it was Uh, hella recent. Well, yeah, May, 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 end of May. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so relatively recent. Mm -hmm. Like a week, a week and a half ago. There you go. Hell yeah. Um, Yeah. As always, I want to thank my beautiful co-host, mm-hmm. Precious Cato. That's me. That's me. Who, who's been making me appreciate black culture. That's right. Full. You learn today. <laughs> yes. Fully and completely since day one. That's right. Um, I'm David O'Connor. <laughs> yeah. I'm old and forgettable. Don't worry about me. Um, <laughs> if you were wondering how many edits and drops can we mix into this thing, yeah. it's because Precious loves those buttons. Mm-hmm. She's it's our me. engineer. It's me. And one more time for our beautiful judge. Timar, the song is called Cool Enough, and please check her out on socials, Spotify, Apple Music, Mm -hmm, Amazon, mm -hmm. wherever you grab that good vibes. Yes, Um, she's there. And everyone be safe and be Mm -hmm. dissatisfied until it gets better. Goodbye. Bye-bye, everyone. Like a butterfly, caterpillar kind of dick, but I'm trying to fly. Everybody knows you're wrong when I'm really right, but you love to do me.